From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Welcome back, everybody. Hour number three of the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, Bill George, and Slick hanging out with you this morning. Uh, we got uh, Dean Van Eer in the studio with us. Of course, he's the president and head pee bottle washer over at, uh, at uh, his <laughs> little location. Much. Northwoods. He inspects uh, the troughs, too. Yeah. That's it. Northwoods Common Sense, and that is spelled uh, just like it sounds. S-C-E-N-T-S. Get it? Common Sense. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you can go check it out online at uh, team-northwoods.com. And it is uh, considered to be New England's finest deer lures. I can't really do a New England accent. Oh, uh, yeah? But uh, he can't. New England accent. <laughs> New England, uh, I don't know. But uh, you guys have been making this stuff for over 35 years, and you know what you're doing. And uh, before we went to the uh, break uh, during the last hour, uh, you mentioned that uh, now's not a good time to, to, to go ahead and do your order, but maybe a little bit later on in a couple of months or so. Uh, that way you get the freshest, best uh, batches and all that kind of good stuff just before uh, Anytime's fall. a good time to order so you have it, Braden. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know if you guys take orders now and then say, hey, you know, we'll send it out in three months. But well, you know. if I get an order now, I usually email the, the customer back. I mean, our customer service is, is really good because it's just uh, my wife, Shelly, and I, um, it's not this giant conglomerate and I'll usually ask, you know, the customer, do you want, we can get you some product right now. Um, or if you want to wait, uh, another month or so, we'll be pouring fresh product and, and I like, I like the fresher, the better, uh, for me. And so come September, October, uh, November at the things shut down that fast as soon as they start uh, but that's the best time I would I would say just uh, August is a great time to start where product is, is the freshest um, the doughs are put into estrus so we've got that fresh product and same thing with the dough uh, and buck and buck with tarsal very nice well uh, also uh, are you going to be sticking around for the tarpon roundup or are you going to be heading back uh, um, out I, of town or anything like uh, that well we're very blessed uh, my wife uh, Shelly and I are uh, 10 point uh, gold pro staffers um, and that all came about uh, very interesting I, I called uh, 10 point I did all my research and I said I want the best crossbow available the safest the most accurate crossbow available and I did my research I said well we're gonna buy 10 point and I contacted them and told them that, that I was so pleased with that and they said hey this is you know 10 years ago they go you want to come on board and, and be pro staff and over that time both Shelly and I have uh, we're kind of promoted, if you want to call it that way, to Gold Pro. And we're, we're utilizing um, that status to help uh, promote the Tarpon Challenge. That's awesome. So uh, it, it's, it sounds kind of funny, but, you know, people <laughs> that fish hunt. And people that hunt, agreed. you know, fish as well. Uh, so we thought donating a crossbow for that cause, um, you know, especially for Project Dagger and stuff like this, um, and the Harbor Master, these guys are fantastic. They're the ones that promote it. They're on Bay Pines Boulevard, the little tiki bar. If you haven't been there, you've got to check it out. Harbor Master, yeah. And uh, so 
that's where we're at with that. So can you can you donate me like a ten gallon bucket of uh, snook urine so I can get a bigger, better <laughs> snook? You, you might need more than that because I think it dilutes pretty quickly. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it does. It, you know. <laughs> it's called chum, you know. It's uh, how do you get urine from a snook? I don't uh, know. That's for you to figure out, my know. friend. I'll buy All it right. if you can do it. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't. Dude, could you even do that, Bill George? Could you uh, harvest uh, snook urine and use it for uh, breeding scent control uh, purposes? Uh? Why would you want to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're baiting deer, why can't we bait, bring in the snook? Well, Pheromones well, on the water, baby. I, I would think uh, with the deer, the aerial, you know, it's going to transfer a lot further than the snook urine in the water because <laughs> yeah. i mean once you dilute it that yeah. much you know they do respond to smell though they, they do not? they do I, they it, do i don't know they do i turned around i i just got back in here and my brother was like do you get anything from the rear glands the i guess uh, in the hawks or so oh the tarsal glands. tarsals yeah i mean there is that is and, and again another piece of useless information the tarsal gland secretes um a smell and a liquid uh, all year long, and in this, <laughs> I hate to say this, but in the summertime, it smells like caramel. It's really kind of a sweet smell. Um, so <laughs> don't ask. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture how so you're finding this as, out. As the testosterone <laughs> in the in the buck increases, um, they urinate down those tarsal glands, and that's where that strong, pungent, musky odor comes from. Yes. So absolutely, that's the, the buck with tarsal that we have. Well, I know that uh, I will tell you the one thing I, I've learned about tarsal gland is if a person doesn't clean a deer properly and once that's on a knife, it'll be on every piece of meat and it never goes away. Once that scent is ground up or put onto your deer meat, it is there and it, uh, whatever you do will not make it go away. And yeah. you'll taste it. You'll smell it in your nose. I mean, it'll be it's you get that stuff on you. It stays on you. Yeah. I mean, that is a very powerful, very powerful scent. Well, taking care of, the, of your venison is, I mean, we actually age our, our venison for up to two weeks in a walk-in cooler. I mean, we, t we take it to the full extent because um, we do venison lasagnas, cannellonis, uh, stuffed shells. Actually, Shelly made some lasagna. Shh, I should shh, super, super shh, Don't tell oh, nobody. Right, yeah, okay. Be quiet. La, 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 la. I don't, so, I don't yeah. have a bag of... Is that what that no. is? No. No. There better be enough uh, in there for three or four. Nope. No, okay. there's nothing in there. Okay, good. It's a Tupperware I let him borrow the other night. Oh, there you go. Yeah, bringing it back. But uh, <laughs> you know, for that right there, I I know for the scent part of it, uh, a lot of guys, the old school guys, used to cut the tarsal glands out, put them in a Ziploc bag, and keep them, carry them, and use them year after year, for at least for the most part. And they would actually pee on it themselves to reactivate it. You know, that's an old school way of doing it. Well. You don't have to do that anymore. You guys already have it. You already have it in a bottle ready to go. So. Well, you do, but I'll, I'll give you another good uh, point here. Um, if you take those tarsal glands off your buck and you put them in a stocking and put them in hot water, it actually creates like a, almost like a tea-type scent, and it draws all that tarsal gland out of those tarsal glands. And so you can make your own. I mean, we'd love to sell you some, but if you could get a, a couple good fresh tarsal glands after you use our product, which you will, um, you could take that and you could actually make some of the best deer scent that you ever could ever use. Yeah, but just don't get it on anything because it doesn't come it. off. That's right. Uh, That's right. Your uh, buddy's uh, handle on his truck is, is a great thing to use. <laughs> so, yeah. and I know talking to you and your wife, Shelly, you're starting a new thing called Surf and Turf. Yeah, Surf and Turf Outdoors. I love it. What is and Surf and Turf Outdoors? I, what is that? Oh, that's what we 
We can talk about that. Well, let's that talk about it. That goes hand in hand with the crossbow. Well, right? uh, again, we're uh, we're from New Hampshire, and uh, we deer hunt. That's our passion. Uh, we love it. So we come down uh, to Florida here uh, with all you great guys and outdoorsmen and fishermen and such. And so we're like, well, let's learn how to fish. You know, this water's beautiful blue color. Now we're we're learning to catch uh, hogfish, you know, snook and all this other stuff. So we're like, well, let's try to incorporate this. It's, um, Hunters hunt. I mean, hunters fish, and fish fishermen uh, love to hunt. Let's put surf and turf outdoors together. So we decided. Well, let's try to do this a nonprofit organization where um, it's not completely established yet, but where you take outfitters uh, that hunt and take a veteran hunting that could be put on our website, and uh, captains that take a veteran fishing they could be put on our website. So people that come to our website can look and say, "Hey, these guys are legitimate. They're Americans." Uh, they're patriotic. Uh, they're doing a great service here for our vets. Uh, we want to go fishing with them, and we want to go hunting with them. So it's kind of like a networking for outdoorsmen. That's that's correct. Very and, cool. And uh, so that's the concept. We're we're in the building stages of that. Uh, we do have the shirts made, but after that, the website's getting worked up. But uh, there's a lot of logistics that we have to work out, and uh, I think it's going to be a great thing for everybody. Plus, you also got to weed out the scammers and any of those other people who say, "Yeah, you know, I'll." do it and then, and then you show exactly. up and they uh, uh well you got to cover the cost of fuel or whatever it is and they end up charging you like a grand or something yeah the so. veteran says oh it wasn't great you know they have to get a good review um you know we'll get people on board hopefully like captain greg or i have to say pure vita yeah yeah and, sure uh, and a few outfitters out west we'll, I, i'm trying to do that right now um and i think it, it helps you know everybody being out in the outdoors whether you're on the water or in the woods I mean, it's, it's going to be it's starting to be a lost art. The kids aren't doing it anymore or as much as they were. Um, and if we could promote that, I think it's you, you learn a lot of lessons in life. Hunting and fishing teaches, you know, kids life, death, honesty, integrity. It teaches kids all these great lessons in life that they're not taught anymore. Don, so, wait, I got to ask you. I mean, true. are you seeing that up there up north, too? I mean, as, as bad as we think it is or I mean, I, you know, you think of it as a. Most people always uh, equate the South as, you know, these toothless guys that are out doing nothing but killing deers all day long, you know, drinking beer and killing <laughs> deers. They forget about how much, I mean, uh, there is going on up north. I mean, as hunters, we know that, but for the layperson, they really don't. You know what I mean? I, Guys, if you ask some guy in yeah. Chicago and said, where are all the hunters at? They'd go, oh, they're out in Alabama or Georgia or Mississippi or somewhere. They don't think of Pennsylvania deer. I mean, Bill George is one of the most killingest son of a guns I've ever met in my life from Pennsylvania. I mean, if it's walking, crawling, or whatever, somehow it's going to end up in a pan somewhere. If there's a season, there's a reason. That's right. There, there <laughs> but I mean, are you seeing that up in uh, your neck of the woods where the youth are, are are having a little more trouble getting out in the woods and and actually being a part of it? You can't really equate it to how we grew up because. We were all in it all the time, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I think that it's it's declining. But if, if um, you know, like like you guys, everybody here promotes promotes that type of lifestyle, and it is a great lifestyle. There's there's that misconception of uh, you know these guys are out drinking, shooting all this stuff up and stuff like that. When I find that hunters and fishermen, outdoorsmen, uh, you know, collectively are, are great people. Women are one of the fastest growing uh, assets to that industry. Uh, currently, so again, I think it, we we could build it, and and uh, and the kids will, will will come along with it. You know, well, I really do. I, I, in your experience, when did you come down to Florida? 
July. January oh, okay, so relatively soon. Yeah. For me, um, in the north, deer camp was a sacred thing. It, it, people turned around the opening of deer season. People went out to deer camp. All the hunters congregated together, and I see that that keep dwindling and dwindling and that's where you put those younger hunters with the older hungers they all may hunt a little separately during the day or they may do deer drives but at the end of the evening everybody came together as a community and i i i don't see that as strong now yeah yeah, i think you're right i mean our biggest tradition is on thanksgiving and um we're we'll have 12 or 13 people over at the house and we're blessed to have a little bit of property and everybody at one o'clock gets their gear on and they go out and they sit in a tree stand and, and it, it goes back to the old school days, you know, and boy, what, what a thing to be, what a thing to be uh, thankful for. What a blessing if someone was to harvest or shoot a deer on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that is Correct. so cool. And, and uh, you know, we'll actually have venison roast or, you know, not a, a store-bought butterball. I mean, the whole concept behind hunting to me is, you know, if the power goes out, I'm going to eat. You yeah, know? exactly. And, and, and uh, so you got to love it. I love the outdoors. Yeah. Dean's one of those good Yankees we like moving down here. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right, we got to take a quick break. <laughs> it is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Hang on. We'll be right back. Welcome in. It's uh, the Big and Wild Outdoors. Bring again, Ben Stobel, Bill George Slick, and uh, we also have Mr. Uh, Dean Van Eer, of course, with TeamNorthwoods.com, sitting in with us for a little while. He's been hanging out with us and uh, been down here since uh, July, hanging out most of the time, out doing some fishing, hanging out with his uh, lovely wife. Uh, met him down at the uh, Harbor Master, down at uh, Bay Pines Marina, and... Uh, Nice guy, and then uh, find out that uh, lo and behold, he's the uh, president, CEO, owner, and uh, chief bottle washer of Northwoods uh, since. And I was like, "You got to be kidding me, man!" You know, it's like uh, you never know who you're going to meet. You, you never know who you got. And I, I was d- like, "Dude, you need to come in." And Vince was like, "Dude, let's bring him on the show." And I was like, "Yeah, I got no problem with that at all." I mean, the guy knows what he's talking about. He's not an idiot. So uh, yeah, sure. Let's. And you talk about getting people together. It's kind of like same thing at the Harbor Master, right? I mean, we all have our spots. We all like to get together and break. At the end of the day, you like got Captain Greg McFarland from well, you know, Bill Pure George Vita. is uh, Ace Smoking Aces. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's kind of like you're Smoking Aces. Yeah, yeah. But we all, you know, the captains come in after their day. You know, Dean would be there. I'll be there doing living the water life and, and uh, all these other people there. And we all gather, and it's the, it's the same group of people that you see every week. Correct. And it's kind of cool to have that community. You know, you got Captain Louie from Gulf Coast Marine shows up. Dean shows up. I show up. Braden came last week, and he's like, "Wow, dude, this place is hopping." I mean, it's it's an amazing way to get together and hear the stories that we talk about, hear those Thanksgiving stories, hear those catch of the day stories. It's it's just it's so cool to bring that people together. Well, what brought up this conversation was during the break. You know, Bill George pointed out the fact that you know it used to be a tradition up north, uh, a lot in uh, in the south for a lot of dog runners and places and things like that. Thanksgiving tradition down here in Florida, in North Florida and in Central Florida was the day the families got together and ran dogs, you know, ran, uh, you know, to go out and get deer or hogs or whatever it was. And uh, uh, that seems to be lacking. And uh, you don't have kids gathering the way they used to to go out and go hunt together anymore. Uh, 
I, I know my son, he, you know, he pines for his friends to be able to go out and go spearfishing with him. And I'm like, well, dude, I can get you on this boat, go on that boat. He goes, no, nah, but then my friends won't be there. And I understand the importance of having your friends there because that leads to right. uh, being able to bust on each other, have great stories to talk about, or remember that time when you blankety blanked and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And I think that was that thing, that camaraderie part that you were talking about, Bill, that uh, I think a lot of kids nowadays, you know, you don't get that when it's, you're it's on lacking. when you're on Xbox playing some kid in Israel, you know, exactly. with uh, you know, uh, you know, a video game. It There's just a lot more happen. distractions now. Yeah. yeah, well, I think that even though there are distractions, we live in an area, as you have found out, where you're you're surrounded by things that can take you away from those distractions, whether it be the beach or fishing or spear fishing or hunting. Uh, I mean, we hunt literally all year round in the state of Florida. It never stops. It's not like up north in certain areas where, you know, it, that's it. It's over. You know, it, you're done. I mean, we, between predator hunting, small game hunting, and then deer season starts up again in the end of July and all that. I mean, it's just a cycle that never Well, then you never got the ends. fishing. If you can't hunt, then and you fishing, go fish. I mean, fishing is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It doesn't matter. And that's what we're here for. That's, that's what we're here for. And I, and I think that, uh, you know, uh, Lori, uh, Lori Hall, you know, uh, Brooksy's wife, right. you know, she's doing a thing where she's taking more youth out to get them out there fishing. Our, our friend Jovan uh, Mitchell uh, McNeil is, is doing that with kids, getting them out there. Because once they get in there and they get started, they don't want to stop. And I these mean, are, and my, all I've ever heard from the past three weekends from my kid is, Man, I need to go spearfishing this weekend. Oh, my gosh, just kill me. I need to go spearfishing this weekend. What's and these are the type of people gone? that needs to hook up with Surf and Turf. Exactly. The Lori Halls, the Javons, the Twisted Limbs, yeah. the Captain McFarlands, and all these other captains that we associate with as a, as a group. These are the people that you want. And oh, that absolutely. Is, yeah. Well, I mean, whether it be, uh, you know, Toby and, and, and the crew and all those guys doing yep. their uh, their squirrel challenge or us with the panfish challenge, all that stuff Build like that. Build the gator hunts. It's all to get these kids and these families back out. Get them, get them out of here. Go go do something. Get out in the woods. And then once your kids get out and start discovering it, they're going to be like, are we going again next year? Or can we go some other time? Or do we have to wait one more year? Or I mean... Once you get that enthusiasm in them, then you better get off the couch because they're going to be wanting to go all the time. I got a Captain Louisiana for you. Oh, there you go. I mean, all you have to do is look at a kid's eyes and you can see the fire. All it needs, you know, just all you need to do is point them in the direction, give them the information. And you you can you can build it. You can see the excitement building. My my grandson is, you know, he's already pulled a hide off five deer. He's five, six years old. He hasn't been out hunting yet, but he's learning what it's all about right from the very beginning. And knows where that right. food comes from. He knows exactly. Yeah. And he loves it. Uh, my kid, I was, I'd never been so proud of him. He went out and spearfished and killed his own sheep's head and then was sending me pictures that he had cooked it himself and i was like oh my gosh that was just that's that's so lesson, awesome life and death and, yeah and, you know uh, the circle of life and it's not the lion well, you know? <laughs> i think th- i just think that uh you know when you talk about uh getting kids out there and 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 the connections that they have uh doing it once a year uh at a fishing tournament or once a year um it's just it's not going to work it's uh, more than a once a year thing you got to get these kids out often yeah, and then you just need to get them out and get them going doing. And and when you talk about all the people who are willing to take kids out and 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 be involved in it, you you just have to do a little homework because they're out there. They're they're out there, and I think a lot of people don't know where, even where to start. Right. Uh, they think it's well, it's on me. You know, it's on me. I got to do all the work. Oh, I got to do everything. Uh, one of the greatest trips I ever had with my kids is when I went out fishing with uh, Captain Little, and I didn't have to do anything but take fish off the hook. 
if I didn't want to fish, I didn't have to because he took care of it. And he let the kids do their thing, and then it was just show daddy everything. Dad, look at this one. Dad, look at that. Get a picture of this one. Dad. <laughs> That's all I had to do. So, I mean, the, the, there you go. Surfing turf outdoors, man. Kids and kids and veterans. Win-win. Oh, and, and, I mean, probably all of us have seen that. I mean, I call them city folks or people that they don't know what the woods is like or whatever. And I'll go out and I'll do my seminars. I'll say, this is what it's all about. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an escape to reality. This is the way the world is supposed to have been designed. And you, you'd be surprised that the parents come up to me and say, would you teach my kid how to hunt? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm, I'm quite honored. It's like, they're like, wow, you teach them how to do this. And same thing with fishing, I'm sure. Well, you come from the great white north. Let me tell you something <laughs> about down here in the south. It this is, is from a guy from like Pennsylvania. Expect, okay. <laughs> In the in the north, you kind of turn around. A turkey gobbles over there. You can go to them. In the in the south, there may be something called Devil's Creek Swamp in the middle of it, between <laughs> you and them, and you can't get there from here. Yeah. And, and we have been in the stuff where all of a sudden you're up to your neck in water, or you're in brush so thick you cannot move. Oh yeah, for that's, hundreds of yards. That's always fun. Oh, you you just can't go there. So. You know, it's a little different here in the Florida, and I think you're going to have a rude awakening. We'll, we'll see. I, I don't like gators, so I'll stay out of water. You know, oh, gator gator hunting is gator hunting's it. Dean, you got to try some gator hunting, man. Oh, you got the guy right there. That's, that's the gator oh, king. Really? You, you, yeah, we have the tiger yeah. king in Tampa. We also have the gator uh, king. Can over you here. Use a crossbow? Crossbow. You can yeah. use a crossbow. You can use your hands. Oh, there you go. You can use your hands. I'm bad, but I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you kill it with a pocket knife. There you um, go. Well, it's one of those uh, things that I think a lot of people, it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip, and you if you're going to do it, then you got to do it. If you get a chance to do it, um, I don't know. Our, our friend Glenn, and uh, he made a bunch of friends, all those guys that came from up north. They would save up all year long to, to come down and go gator hunting. And uh, uh, they did a little work, a little trade where they're like, well, then you come up and maybe do some deer hunting. And, and so off he went. And so uh, it was a good tit for tat, I think, on that deal. Bill, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong. See if I paid attention to you. So you got the gator head and you got the scoots. Right yeah. before the scoots, there's that little line. Yeah. You take your knife and sever right the neck, the right? Skull there. Right like, behind see? the skull there. See? Look at that, baby. I told you I paid attention. I'll take my chances with a black bear. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be scared, I've taken a lot of different people out. (laughs) Nothing happens fast. I mean, there's a lot of things that may happen fast, but fast gets you hurt. If it doesn't line up right, stop. We'll reset, take another opportunity. But... uh, it can be a lot of fun. You can catch an alligator. We can bring them in the boat alive, tape them up, take your picture with them, and, and let them go. Oh, that's if you want to do that, sure. Yeah. Boys, I got to tell, tell you something. Santa DeSantis had brought Christmas early this year. Oh, he did. He did. He's been delivering all Fif- year. I don't want to hear that. 57 days of pure bliss. Okay. Tell me, how did Mr. DeSantis do that? The Santa Claus? Yeah, That's tell Governor me DeSantis how he did. To you, tell right, me Mr. what FWC. pen he struck. <laughs> tell me what has his signature on it that had that. Fifty-seven days of 
Red Snappa <laughs> fishing, baby. Nobody cares how it got there. They just know that it's Correct. here. That's all they care about. <laughs> Christmas Nobody, is early. Yeah, I don't care how much you had to scrimp and save to get me that Xbox Five. I'm just glad it's in the package. That's I, all I will I'm saying. say there's a lot of good people that do a lot of good things in the state. I will rag on them, but... A lot of times that when you see news like that, it's somebody throwing DeSantis a bone when all the work really was done by somebody else. It well, it, it has been, but you got to remember that this is also the longest one that we've ever had in a long time. 57 days is, is tremendous because we were just talking with uh, Captain Greg this past week about uh, that was on Wednesday. And we still didn't know when the season was going to happen and all that stuff because he was already thinking of his charters. You know, oh, go a- go ask Mister DeSantis what he thinks about extending the executive order closure that's been going on for years for something that's above management goals. Why are you going to throw him under the bus, bro? Oh, I'm going to throw him under the bus. So the 45. This is summer- why he's not getting anything from Governor DeSantis. <laughs> so, the, so the 45 day summer season will begin on June 17th and continues through July 31st. Uh, the 12 day fall season is the longest fall season since the beginning of the state management and i'll give you the dates when we come back from break how's that sound sounds like a plan i'm loving it it is the big and wild outdoors we are brought to you by brandon ford hang on you guys we'll be right back hold on Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, Bill George Slick, and uh, we got some stranger in the studio with us, Mr. Dean Van Eer. Of Thank course, he's, he's with uh, uh, NorthwoodsSense.com, uh, Northwoods, uh, Team-Northwoods.com. Team yeah, if, if you want to go on the website, it's easy to do and find it right there. And uh, uh, may not want to order your stuff now, but uh, as we get closer to the season, you're going to have to get off your butt and call the show so to remind us that, uh, you know, get this stuff all fired back up again, okay? Oh, absolutely. Don't, don't, don't you be forgetting. Uh, looking at the weather for today, a little bit of a big and wild fast cast. Today is going to be really nice. It's going to be kind of breezy this afternoon and uh, today, so it'll be very gentle on you, 84 degrees, partly sunny as they like to say. Uh, tonight's going to be beautiful, 70 degrees, and the wind's going to be dying down and clear. Be a good night to be out go fishing. Be a good night on the water. And tomorrow's going to be around 84, mostly sunny and a very, uh, very nice day to be out and mess around and do what you got to do. It'll be uh, lots of fun head by all. That's all I'm going to say. Get the uh, dates, man. I will give you the dates for the um, the uh, summer and uh, for the winter for the red snapper season. I know that Bill George brought up the fact that, you know, this isn't all on Ron DeSantis. You know, I know he made the announcement and did all that stuff, but... There was a lot of work done behind the scenes with the FWC and, and all these other ones, but even the FWC said behalf of the commissioners and all that stuff, you know, it's for one thing for a commissioner to come out and go, snapper season, 57 days, you're all good, and nobody cares. But if Ron DeSantis says it, it, it changes kind of We everything. don't give enough credit to actually the legislative guys because most of the bills and stuff that we've seen pass that everybody gives Ron DeSantis credit for is actually the well, leg- yeah. the representatives from these sure. areas so. we don't we're but not we're not government let's works. not forget though that this governor that we have is a avid outdoorsman he he likes to fish he likes to hunt so he's going to be on our side for this and he likes to eat uh so anyway 45 day summer season is going to begin june 17th go through july 31st 
And the 12-day fall season is the longest fall season since the beginning of the state management, and the span of the dates follows as now. October 8th and 9th, October 15th and 16th, October 22nd through the 23rd, November 13, 11th through the 13th, that's the Veterans Day weekend, and then November 25th through the 27th, that's the weekend after Thanksgiving. Ooh, I know what I'm doing. So uh, you got plenty of time, and I know that uh, talking to Captain Greg, uh, he was looking forward to the summer one. I know he had some openings in July. June and June July. And July. Yeah. Uh, he didn't think about the w- the winter season of it so far, so... That might be a time that you want to maybe get out there and do some stuff. A little chillier weather. Get out there when it's a little breezy. And he's uh, one heck of a captain, too, man. If you need to do some snapper fishing, Captain Greg uh, McFarland from Pura Vita Charters yeah. is the way to go. Yeah, works out of um, out of Bay Pines. Goes right out through John's Pass and boogity boogity straight on out to wherever you need to be. And get out there and do some fishing. So... Uh, we have uh, that information up on uh, Big and Wild on our Facebook page. If you want to go take a look at it, if you go to bigandwild.com, there's also an instant link right there to Facebook, and uh, all that information is already there. It's being shared all over the place. I mean, it once that snapper season was announced this past week, it spread like wildfire on social media. People have been really looking forward to this, and I think every fishing group, every fishing <laughs> show, every fishing person, I mean, they all... Uh, grab the link and put it on there. So I'm, I'm grabbing my phone. Bring it! Yeah. Bring it! So Look! They, so, yeah, they just released it! They just released it out! And uh, I was like, what are the dates? And so, I mean, it was, it's kind of like you know, when you're waiting around for uh, gator season, you're waiting to see if you got uh, the lake that you actually wanted to pick. I think it was a race to see who got it on Facebook first. I think it was. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And then it got shared by a million times. I think uh, just on our Facebook page, it got shared like 11 times. So it's, you know. I think mine was like 12 or 13 on yeah. Big and Wild's 12 or 13. That's yeah, what I said. I think boom, every, boom, boom. everybody who's got a, a stake in it has shared it all over the place. Uh, it, it'll be nice. But. Uh, one of the things I did want to mention is uh, the St. Pete Open. I know we got the Suncoast Tarpon Roundup that's going to be happening here pretty soon. I think it's the 88th, 88th, 88th one that's coming up. If you're going to big, uh, if you're a big tarpon fisherman and all that kind of good stuff, you want to uh, get out there, get involved in it, get your name in the hat, get out and do some fishing. Next weekend we're going to be out uh, broadcasting uh, live out of King of the Beach, hopefully. And uh, we'll be out there sitting around for the day. Well, equipment's not in a hurry to get back. I got to get a hold of Dave Doble from uh, uh, Tampa Bay Brewing Company, see if we can get ourselves a little uh, bracelet, because we're sitting right by the Reef Donkey Tent. Last time we were there, we sat in the Reef Donkey Tent. We did. Yeah, we were there in the tent. So I need a bracelet like to go get cervezas. The only thing that really, <laughs> the only thing that was really that, great is we were sitting in the Tampa Bay Brewing Company tent, but they didn't leave any merchandise or product at all from the day before. That is true. They packed it all up and took it back. We're I was like, like, guys, check those coolers. See if they left anything for us for breakfast. Nope, nothing. nothing. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all, it was whatever. But uh, if you got nothing to do, uh, I'll have, uh, I think I'm going to try to drag the children out with me on this all one. All day. That's an all day thing, dude. They're not going to like that at all. Yeah, last time I drug them out there, you know, they got that little playground and stuff yeah, right there. Yeah, but we're going to so, be there from like 6.30 in the morning we, until like 9. What, do you got a frog in your pocket there, uh, Frenchman? You, I'm, yeah, you. No, I'm not, not going to be there all day. You're you out of your mind. No. Uh, not unless they're going to be cutting those fish up right then and there and serving fish tacos. <sighs> it's all about the handout, isn't it? No, it's about the food. I want to be able to get some fresh mackerel down on there on a fish taco. I know a guy. 
I'm your boy. I got a couple guys I know. But also, uh, everybody, of course, it's uh, burning up. Everybody's getting ready, geared up for the world's largest spearfishing tournament that's going to be coming up in August right around the corner. Uh, that's the 19th and 21st. They did move it this year. It's not going to be down at um, the Magnuson. Magnuson. It's going to be on uh, uh, down there in Terra Verde at the uh, Marriott next to the Marriott there around that uh, Terra Verde uh, Marina down there. That's where it's going to be. By the year. loggerhead? When you turn, you go down, tear, you go over the bridge, Terra Verde Mar- Marina's right there on the right-hand oh, side. Oh, right okay, there. yeah, I'm thinking by by, by the Meisner Bridge. Okay, I know Yeah, no, no, it's down in Terra Verde. Yeah, uh, I know exactly where it is. But if you wanted to stay, if you're going to be, the, the Marriott is going to be the hotel that everybody stays in and does their thing and gets over there and all that kind of good stuff. So it'll be, I, I haven't been over there for that one. It's going to be new. It's going to be so weird because I always had my good parking spot right there at the Magnuson. I know where to go. Oh yeah, there's parking's not really. The back way there. It's going to be rough parking. I don't know. Maybe they'll clear out all that stuff in the, the restaurants and everything else over there. So we'll have to see. It'll be fun. Regardless, I'm, it'll be fun. I'm going to go. So um, throw my kid off the dock right there. Oh, yeah. There you go. While they're out of the water, he can be out by the dock. All those boats that are sitting there all year round, you know how many sheep's that are hanging out underneath there, man? Are you lots, kidding me? Lots and lots. I was like, dude, don't come up unless you got four spade <laughs> fish and uh, about three sheep's head <laughs> and uh, a couple of good uh, bottom fish. And Dean, have you had any sheep's head yet while you're here? Um, I have. It's absolutely fantastic. Great and, eats. And in fact, I was uh, on the boat with Captain Greg, and he's just a fantastic captain. If you go out with, i, I got to say, you will catch fish. And uh, he's outstanding, and it comes from a long line. His dad taught him, and, I mean, they go back, way back. So. Oh, it's in his blood. Oh, it is. And he is excellent. So it's money well spent, and you, if you want fish, you'll come back with a lot of fish. Yeah. That kid, uh, he works his butt off. He's been there at uh, Bay Pines for many, many years, uh, going out and doing it. And uh, I think he's, right now, he's in the midst of getting all of his uh, stone crab pots out of the water. Yeah, he's got till May 1st, man. Yeah. He's got 400 left or something like something that. Something like that, me. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's he he's said out you of, were going to help him. That's what I, I volunteered. <laughs> I said, you know, while you're pulling pots, I'll be more than happy to hold the fishing rod. Yeah. Isn't that what you do? No, you Isn't there pull one the guy pots, fishing? Dude. No. There's not one guy fishing, one guy pulling pots? No. Oh, yeah, I'm not going. I kind of figured that. <laughs> I thought maybe uh, that's a know, lot. Of, if you've uh, if you hard never put off pulled one up, man, yeah, that's work. Well, it's because they use those old school wooden ones, man. They weigh a thousand pounds. Yeah, that's when you get that's when you get a pulley system on the boat. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think he has that. He started with that what twenty two hundred or something like that. Something like that. that's a lot of that's a lot of crab traps. Yeah, that's that's how he stays in shape. But anyway, uh, the St. Pete Open coming up here pretty soon. It's going to be a really nice uh, event for kids. And it's also a good place to go and, and watch the weigh-in because on that one you get a plethora of whatever it is they're bringing uh, they, in How there. many categories? They have like, what, 15 different categories? Well, see this name right here at the top of the list? Let me show you this one right here. Richie? Richie Zacker. You see him right yep. there? I think he's won the Sheep's Head Division for the past 190 years, okay? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's like the Sheep's Head dude. And you know who follows him on Instagram and Your is his son. main target? Yeah, Your my son. son. My son is like, he, I'm coming for you, Richie. And so he's he's like every time he posts something, he posts these monster. I mean, monster sheep's head. He's like, where's that guy going? Oh my gosh, where's he going? I, I you know, I that's just it. I, I can't believe it. It's yeah. He won last year with one that weighed uh, seven point sixty uh, ounces. So that's a good size. 
Seven pounders, yeah. So second place was uh, seven fifty. It's a shame you guys, you and Shelly, won't be here for this because it, it is a heck of a tournament. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd I'd love to check it out. Oh, and let me plug Shelly. Shelly took third place in the women's division in the dogfish twenty five. Did she, she really? Is so competitive. She was elated. <laughs> Wait, was... whose boat did she go out on when you guys? Did she? That's uh, uh, top secret. Oh no, really? We out, no, actually, went out with Rob Campbell. Oh, uh, from the tiki bar, right? And uh, yeah, Rob showed us the ropes out there, and we got in. She got into a shark at first, and then uh, uh, she got into a nice king. I think it was twenty one point four. Good for her. And uh, that's close. Hey, you know what? For being a rookie, uh, <laughs> she's, she, I guess so she's very competitive. Here's the cool part about that: not only, not only did Shelly get third place. Erica got a first place. I mean, I think this is a little history going on. That's the first time women have been in the top five in any tournament around here. Oh, yeah. And uh, she finished top 19 out of 100 and, what's it, 105 or 10 boats or something yeah. like that. Yeah, not bad. That's yeah. really good. No, no, we're coming after it. We're, we're learning. Surfandturf.com. What did you guys do with the kingfish? What did you guys do with uh, it after? We donated it. It all goes to shelters. That, that was my understanding. They do it, uh, turn it into fish bread. Nice. Um, but there's a well, you're gonna make me feel bad for saying this, but you gotta understand. You know, at the Harbor Master, they'll cook your catch. You know, you can take it back there, and they'll, you know, they'll cook it, and you can eat it right it, then and there. And I have, I know, <laughs> I have it exactly. Good. I'm just saying. Uh, I know a lot of people don't find kingfish to be very good table fare. I have always, uh, I've always liked the taste of kingfish. I, I don't know why. I just there's uh, for some people there's a kind of a Metallic-y, uh, fishy taste. They're oily and whatever. I wonder how it'd be ceviche. It'd be kind of oily, I think. think? Yeah. I love it smoked. It is well, a lot of people will smoke it, grill it. You know, yeah. where that's you can the put. Best. Some, yeah, you I love it. Break off a big chunk of it, and it's. I know. It's great. It's that's a good thing about it. It doesn't fall apart into little pieces. It falls apart in big pieces. <laughs> nice big chunks. And I know that you know, stake them out, do all that kind of stuff. Throw them on the grill. I mean, oh my gosh, I love. Oh, and fish. I got a great spread recipe if you guys want it. So. It's, let us know. I would, like, I would, I would like, like a copy of this spread yeah. recipe. I would like to. Now, is this a spread recipe that you developed while you were down here, yeah, or has this yeah, got some sort was, of weird northern I mean, ingredients? No, it's, I kind of experimented a little bit. I think it's sour cream, cream cheese, red onion, and a little bit of jalapeno juice, chopped jalapenos, and there you go. Mix it up, and it's mm. golden. I didn't hear one word of mayonnaise. I didn't hear no pickles in there. I didn't no, hear any other. No, no. Uh, this is just, it's clean. Really? Delicious. Something different. I like. I there do. I like it too. Right here. Right this down. There you go. How about it? Better yet, Shelly, I know you're listening. <laughs> we'll be make on the some. way. <laughs> make some and we'll go and test it and make sure it's okay. We'll be back. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Hang on. Hornaday continues. Stevie Ray, really did. Welcome back, everybody. It's a big and wild outdoors. Bring in Vince Noble and uh, Bill George and Slick hanging out with you, along with our uh, our newfound friend, Mr. Dean uh, Vanier. He's of course he's with uh, Team Northwoods. If you have never heard of them before, well, uh, welcome to the club. Neither had we until uh, this past week, but uh, <laughs> I knew about the hidden secret. Yeah, Northwoods uh, Common Scent is uh, sense is his. Uh, is his website address if you want to go look at it. It's team-northwoods.com, and you can increase your odds, and you're out there uh, 
looking for deer this year, no matter where you're going to go. A little uh, fresh, small batch, hand-poured uh, doe, urine, scent, male, buck, tarsal, mm, whatever you yummy. need. It's all good. It's all ready to go and ready to be stirred up and thrown into a pot and stirred up. And then that way you can uh, get ready and be ready for uh, for deer season, which, believe it or not, is right around the corner for everybody for the most part. I know you said when you get back, you guys are leaving when? When are you heading back up north? Uh, we're heading back, uh, I think, Sunday or Monday morning. So, so. this this uh, weekend you're heading back up north, and uh, I find it funny that immediately when you get back, you're already talking about moving tree stands and getting stuff set up for hunting season. Oh, yeah. It's, it's our passion. We're You know, I'll be the tennis dude in the, in the Northeast Kingdom on a Kubota tractor. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> probably pushing snow, but no, we'll be up there getting our our, uh, our stands ready and getting everything ready. So what, come the start of deer season, January, uh, September 15th, you know, our biggest asset is, is when the deer know they're being hunted, then it becomes a little bit more of a problem, especially if you're trying to shoot a mature buck. But if you have everything ready to rock and roll and you've done all your homework, you know, the spring is the best time to do it. The bugs don't bite you. It's cold enough, and um, up there at, at least it is. And if you get everything ready, your scrapes set up or your locations, uh, get your lanes cut in, and uh, get most of your homework done. Your scouting is great. You also can get some sheds. Um, it, it, you take It's a big advantage for you. You're going to have some issues, though, because those deer can be like, what's that coconut tan guy in the tree over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, we've been out on a boat a lot. It's, it's been, and it shows, too. But what a pleasurable experience, and everybody down here has been just so, it's so been fun awesome. and kind, you know? And I'm, I'm so glad that we met at the Harbor Master and hung out and had some oh, yeah. great conversations. And it's a couple beers. And, it, and it's it, a couple. Just, yeah, just, just, just two. Just feel. Just yeah. two. <laughs> got to see what it tastes like. You yeah, know? we got to well, make sure it's fresh. Yeah. Well, uh, so, well, well, safe trip. I hope you uh, make it all up there. Everything's all good. We look forward to talking to you in the fall. Oh, yeah. I'm going to stay in touch. I'll be giving you a call in and I'll give you guys a rut forecast. Yeah, I'll be going to Ohio be awesome. and. And a lot of guys uh, from here, I know, go up to Ohio, Virginia, Georgia, so. Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania! Right. Yeah, that beautiful I, country. In my mind, I keep I keep <laughs> thinking about seeping deer hawks. You know that? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just don't drink it. How, yeah. how long do you seep those for? Uh, you steep I'd say well till the water's really hot, and then let that go, and and I'd say probably about fifteen minutes, and. And wear a rubber glove and then give it a good squeeze and get all the good stuff out of Yikes. there, you know? <laughs> is it like a tea bag? You can do it like two and three times. It just gets a little weaker each time? Uh, probably. I would guess. I would guess. And that's why you get the big bucks, my friend. Yeah. <clears throat> Nothing like leaching uh, tarsal glands in your wife's kitchen. I'm that's sure she'll it. love it. No. <laughs> I'm sh- I don't know if that scent will ever get out of your air conditioning system. You, you go do that far away from the house. Do you okay. Ever- how do you store that? How do you store it? Um, it just uh, I, I keep it cold in a, in a uh, amber bottle with a, a polycone cap, airtight, you know. Airtight, and, and you're going to be fine, sure. Okay. And don't drop it. And don't drop. It. Again, it works great on your buddy's door handle of his pickup. Yeah. You, know? well, well, <laughs> you, you laughed. If you take a little syringe with the needle, you could actually put it in. All righty, fine. Let's just uh, <laughs> move on. Welcome back to the show, Bill. Move on. We'll move on. Hey, before we get out of here, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that uh, right now everybody is starting to get geared up and ready. Believe it or not, coming up in June, I mean, it's the eighth annual Panfish Challenge. I cannot believe it. We've been doing this for eight years, seriously. Uh, It's going to be the eighth annual Panfish Challenge. 
happening Saturday, June 18th at the Panavista Lodge up at Lake Panasofsky. Uh, remember that date, June 18th. It's Father's Day weekend, yes, basically. Sir. And uh, we're going to be up there, hopefully broadcasting up there live. If you don't know anything about it, uh, you need to go to panfishchallenge.com uh, or just look up Panavista Lodge, uh, do a search, and you can find a link. You can find it at our homepage at bigandwild.com or on Facebook. We have a link to Facebook that gives you all the information right there. Registration as of now is $25 per boat. It's not per person. It's per boat. So, so again, if you if you put six people on a boat, it's twenty five bucks. You was put two people on a boat, it's twenty five bucks. Last year was what seventy four, seventy five boats, Bill. Seventy five Se- and th- seventy three yeah. showed up, I think. And and let me tell you, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody in a couple hundred thousand dollar bass boat with matching shirts get beat by a guy with a leaky old John boat. That's right, <laughs> ah, sucker. That's the way it'll work. Uh, it's That's a, awesome. It's again, it's twenty five dollars per boat, thirty five dollars the day of if you wait. So now's the time to get registered for that one. As of now, we uh, have the same as we had last year. First place will pay you five hundred bucks. Second place is three hundred. Uh, third place is two hundred. Fourth place is a hundred. Fifth place is fifty bucks. And uh, heaviest bluegill will get you another extra hundred. And the heaviest shellcracker will get you another extra hundred. So for a good day of fishing. You could walk out of there with about $700. Erica, uh, you're not, not allowed to fish this one. And all the fish that you want to keep. Because remember, this is not like a bass tournament. This is not catch and release. These are these are good eaters. You take them home. You clean them. You get your kids to clean them. Teach them how to use a fillet knife or an electric knife or whatever it is. And get to work. Can I pay and, Glenn to do them? And every bit of it goes to charity. Every so bit it, of there's it. There's nobody making any money off of this. It all goes to charity. And so... You know, a lot of it is done sponsor, sponsor stuff. People donate gifts and that. If you want to turn around and donate something, you don't have to call here. You could turn around and uh, give us a call off the air. We'll be more than happy to tell you how to get hooked up. Any type of donation, prize, anything will all be put I to mean, good the, use. The charity is actually very cool. Is the Everyday Blessings Children Home, yep. Lake Pan Elementary, and the South Sumner Middle School. FFA. Yeah, yeah FFA. we do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's <coughs> awesome. That it's, going, Every, it's going for kids. For those that don't know what Everyday Blessings is, I know that our, our old friend Glenn uh, got us hooked up with them. And what they do is they actually, uh, kids that come out of broken homes, will, for whatever reason that they may be taken out of the home, uh, what they do is they keep them together. They keep siblings together. You know, a lot of times those kids get separated and they get, you know, put over in different homes and all that stuff. Everyday Blessings uh, keeps those kids together. So, uh, you know, you have each other to lean on. You have your siblings to right. lean on, your brothers, your sisters, or whatever it is, and you're in it together. And th- that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to keep those kids together because nothing worse than separating those kids like that in two separate worlds and, uh they're not being in touch with each other. So uh, I, I wish the people that didn't realize that hunters and fishermen were good people. We were all about family. <laughs> we're all about the kids. We're all about our military. Well, and wake I, up. I, and you know what? And and this is such. I think that the reason why we got so successful so quickly when it came to like sponsorships and things like that is because uh, when we went to you know Catfish Johnny is one of your favorite places on the planet, Bill George. Yep. When it comes to the Two minutes late there last night. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's just uh, once they find out what it is and what it's about, where it's families and, and, and grandfathers and grandmothers and single moms and single dads or whatever, 
having a chance to take their kids out just for a day of fishing and then possibility of, of winning some prizes. Every kid that comes in there, I think for the first 100 children, we got uh, they got a free, free bait bucket pole. full of stuff yeah. and they got a free fishing pole and all That's the amazing. others. And that, that varies year to year depending on donations and exactly. what different people you know, add to the pot. We've always started with with a set amount that that is the payout or gifts, and then people just say, "Oh, let me try and help. I'm going to add this. I'm going to add this. I'm going to do that." And so, you know, well, it's gotten good to where uh, we have a lot of people who uh, now the community is involved in it because they see great things happening in the area up there. It's become a, a very large event in the past eight years. Uh, you've got. People who will say, well, what do you need? Uh, what do you need? And, you know, poor Kelly's like, uh, well, you know, cash is always good because we can go buy something. And they're like, well, what do you want to buy? And they go, oh, we need more bait buckets. And all of a sudden, I think that one woman went and emptied out what? Like three different Walmarts and, and bought <laughs> bought every bait bucket that was in there. She goes, how many of these you got? I think we got like 30. I'll take them all. And uh, she came and donated them all. I mean, uh, to save the money so that it can be used for, uh, for for the prize money. It's just awesome to see how community comes together, especially for events like the Panfish Challenge, and the yeah. different and the reasons why we do what we do. Yeah, and and it's it's awesome. It, it's a lot of fun. And again, mark your calendars. It's June eighteenth. It's on a Saturday. Uh, if you want to get a cabin, yeah, Father's Day weekend. If you want to get a cabin, call now. Or, you know, as soon as you can to get an opportunity to reserve one of those cabins for you and the family. If you got an RV or a camper or anything like that, they got room for you up there as well. Or if you want to rough it and uh, go camp out in the backwoods, you can do that too. All right, we're going to talk to you next Saturday. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Dean, so much. Thank you for coming in. We'll see you at King of the Beach, baby. Dean Van Eer next weekend, King of the Beach. Bill George will be out killing turkeys. We're out of here. Have a great weekend, y'all.